Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Music Seeds, the music that made us. I hope everybody had a great holiday season. However you spent it, took a little bit of a hiatus for the month. We are now in the NFL playoff season, movie and music awards season, tax season, new resolution season, whole new year of new beginnings, and new music and movies. Have a lot to go over from this past month and a lot to go over for this 2023 year. So without any further ado, here we go. Hi, this is Johnny. I'm your host, and you are listening to Music Seeds, the music that made us. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Music Seeds, the music that made us. For all you first-time listeners, this is a show that mainly delves into music, music of all genres and tastes, and this year will be no exception to that. Have a lot planned out for this year. Looking forward to sitting down and having some great conversations with some of my good friends and new friends about music, movies, and the world in which we live in. Been gone for a little bit over a month now. Had an episode ready to go for the following week after December 6th. And unfortunately, my computer decided to reboot itself and wiped out the recording. Decided after that that I just wanted to take a little bit of a break because we are heading into the holiday season. Had a lot going on. And now I am ready to go. Ready to talk with everybody out there about what we have coming out for 2023 and looking back at 2022. This past week, we had the Golden Globe Awards, which were held out in California, and a couple unfortunate deaths. We lost Jeff Beck, one of the founders of the Yardbirds, which was the same band Eric Clapton and Jimmy Page came from. Jeff Beck was a major, major influence on rock and roll and the music industry. His legacy will be remembered by a lot of the artists that you probably listen to today and who were influenced by him generationally. There was an outpouring of memorials this week. A few of the folks that had something really good to say about Jeff. Mick Jagger says, With the death of Jeff Beck, we have lost a wonderful man and one of the greatest guitar players in the world. We will all miss him so much. David Gilmore, Pink Floyd. I am devastated to hear the news of the death of my friend and hero, Jeff Beck, whose music has thrilled and inspired me and countless others for so many years. Polly's and my thoughts go out to his lovely wife, Sandra. He will be forever in our hearts. Tommy Iommi of Black Sabbath. I was totally shocked to hear the very sad news of Jeff Beck's passing. Jeff was such a nice person and an outstanding, iconic, genius guitar player. There will never be another Jeff Beck. His playing was very special and distinctively brilliant. He will surely be missed. Rest in peace, Jeff. Tony. Ozzy Osbourne. I can't express how saddened I am to hear of Jeff Beck's passing. What a terrible loss for his family, friends, and his many fans. It was such an honor to have known Jeff and an incredible honor to have him play on my most recent album, Patient Number 9. I'll remember him fondly. Long live Jeff Beck. Brian Wilson of the Beach Boys. I am so sad to hear about Jeff Beck's passing. 
Jeff was a genius guitar player, and me and my band got to see a close-up when we toured with him in 2013. One of the highlights we did was Danny Boy. We both loved that song. Love and mercy to Jeff's family. Nancy Wilson of Heart. Jeff Beck inspired so much of my life as a musician. Heart opened for him back in the day, and standing side stage every night was like taking dictation from the ultimate rock muse. We saw him playing various shows along the way and never walked away less than mind blown. There will never be another rock musician who will come even close to his genius. Rest in rock power. Long live the king. Billy Joel. I just heard the sad news that the great virtuoso guitarist Jeff Beck has died. He was one of my heroes. I was fortunate enough to meet him recently and I'm very grateful now that I was able to tell him how much I admired his musical skill. This is the end of an era. Rest in peace, Billy Joel. Simple words from one of his close friends, one of his fellow yardbirds, just a good friend. Eric Clapton left. Always endeavor, you see. Another really close friend of Jeff, Rod Stewart. Jeff was on another planet. He took me and Ronnie Wood to the USA in the late 60s. In his band, the Jeff Beck Group, and we haven't looked back since. He was one of the few guitarists that, when playing live, would actually listen to me sing and respond. Jeff, you were the greatest, my man. Thank you for everything. Rest in peace. Warren Hayes had so much to say that I can't even repeat it. If you get a chance, jump on Facebook. He talks about ever since he was a child, how he was influenced by him. If you're not sure who Warren Hayes is, he's one of my favorite guitarists from Government Mule, Allman Brothers. His memorial to him is very touching, and I would suggest you jumping online and checking it out. Another good friend of his, Robert Plant. This is tragic news, hard to take in. Jeff always appeared timeless, ever-evolving. He embraced project after project with limitless energy and enthusiasm. He surfaced in extraordinary times. He took his place side by side with the virtuosos of the period, his mates. The scene was on fire. He introduced a cool template moving from Yarbird to Bolero to Truth. Beck, Ola, with Rod, the perfect foil, the singer and guitarist syndrome. Plenty of sparks. Great results. He cucked up magic through all the passing eras. Always up for the next unknown unlikely collision. Back in time to homage. Cliff Gallup. Forward to Johnny Depp. His gift was enormous. He was funny, challenging, and eager. My feelings are with Sandra today. Rest in peace. Robert Plant. Josh Stone. I don't know what to say. Nothing is okay with this reality right now. It is just heartbreaking to say goodbye. Jeff Beck, you were a light in many people's lives through your music, but you were so much more than just a great guitar player. You were a great friend and a great husband to your beautiful wife. You gave us all so much joy in so many ways, kind and funny and full of love. That's how I will remember you. We all will. I just wish we could play one more song and one more laugh. I can see your eyes looking at me just before we hit the stage, and I can hear you laugh. I'll never forget it. Thank you for letting me join you on your beautiful journey through life. It was an honor. Robbie Krieger of The Doors. Fuck. 
Jeff was my idol, but I never got to meet him. He was by far the best with the whammy bar. His guitar never went out of tune. Lately, my band and I have been playing Freeway Jam because my good buddy, Phil Chen, who passed away last year, played on the original version on Jeff's great album, Blow by Blow. Now I have two reasons to play that song as a tribute. Hope to meet you up there someday, Jeff. Robbie. Jack White paid tribute by showing a performance with the two of them together. A tribute to Innovator Extraordinaire. If you get a chance, jump online, YouTube, or at the station kbco.com. They posted it. Tremendous tribute. Robbie Robertson posted a picture of him with Jeff and with B.B. King, Jimmy Page, Keith Richards, Carlos Santana, The Edge, and John Fogarty. All of them together. That doesn't say... His legacy, I don't know what does. <laughs> That's like a monument of great guitarists there and great musicians. So there's a lot more people that had a lot to say about Jeff Beck. And I know with some people, unless you're a diehard music fan like me and my friends, there's some people that have no idea who he is. And all I can tell you is if you are a guitarist, if you play guitar, you need to check his stuff out. He was a genius, like they say, a virtuoso. And uh, he will be truly, truly missed. Rest in peace. Unfortunately, we lost the king's daughter this week. Lisa Marie Presley passed away from heart failure. She leaves her dynasty. Her mother's still alive. It's sad to say that her mother has to bury her child. No parent should ever have to do that. It's very sad to hear of her passing and these things happen in threes a lot of times um robert bachman the co-founder and drummer of bachman turner overdrive one of the lesser knowns of these previous individuals died at 69 not to take away from his legacy one of the greatest rock and roll bands from the 70s early 80s bto bachman turner overdrive Another musician, another great rock and roll artist. A very sad week. We've had a really rough year of a lot of people moving on. This past year, we have lost a country icon, Loretta Lynn. An unexpected loss with a drummer for one of the greatest rock and roll bands ever, Taylor Hawkins of Foo Fighters. One of my childhood crushes and one of the most beautiful voices in pop music, Olivia Newton-John. Ronnie Spector of the Ronettes. Be my little baby. Meatloaf, Mark Lanigan of Screaming Trees and Queens of the Stone Age, Willie Nelson's sister, Bobby Nelson, Naomi Judd of The Judds, composer Vangelis, Ronnie Hawkins. If you do not know who Ronnie Hawkins is, you need to check him out as far as your rock and roll history. If there was no Ronnie Hawkins, there would be no The Band. Hip-hop artist, Mr. Gangsta Paradise, Coolio, one of the forefathers of rock and roll, Jerry Lee Lewis, pop star, Aaron Carter, guitarist Jeff Cook from Alabama, Dan McCafferty of Nazareth, Irene Cara from Fame, and theme song from Flashdance. And one of the biggest losses also from this past month or so, keyboardist, songbird, Christine McVie of Fleetwood Mac. It's been a rough year, folks. May all of those folks rest in peace and may their music live on forever and ever. 
I know a lot of those artists touched a lot of you out there. Keep their music living on. On a much lighter note, my albums of the year for 2022. In no particular order, I'm kind of just going to go all across the board here. There's a lot to go through. I couldn't pick out a top 10. I kind of going to be all over the place here, so please bear with me. But uh, all these albums in some way or another, I listen to more than once, sometimes quite a bit. And some of these maybe just once or twice and really dug them and we'll dive back into them probably again at some point. There was a lot of music released this year that I enjoyed. So here we go. Arctic Monkeys, The Car. This band that came out with an album that just kind of blew everybody away. Not their normal kind of album. Very artistic, very different, very alternative. They actually have sold out a lot of their shows already for the year here in the U.S., I'm hoping I get the chance to see them at Red Rocks here. Again, Arctic Monkeys, The Car, check it out. One of the surprise uh, albums for me that blew me away and have listened to quite a bit and looking forward to hopefully see them soon is Tedeschi Truck Band. Um, the album I Am The Moon, check it out. Very great jam, jazz, rock influence. Two of the greatest guitarists out there in the industry today, Derek Trucks and Susan Tedeschi of... Tedeschi Trucks Band. Marcus Munford, who I was fortunate enough to see open up with Nathaniel Ratliff and the Night Sweats. Marcus Munford's album was self-titled and pays a homage to a lot of different songwriters out there. Really dug it. Some people thought it was a little dark. I really enjoyed it. Check it out. Red Hot Chili Peppers released quite a bit of albums this year. The album I really enjoyed was their first release of the year, Unlimited Love. They were here over the summer, played the uh, stadium here to very well-liked audience. The Best, who I will be seeing here in March, one of the newer bands, Export in a Dying Field. Check them out if you like alternative rock. I recommend them very much also. Ways Blood and In the Darkness, Hearts Again. Everybody's Icelandic alternative artists that they love, Bjork, Fosora, you spell that with F-O-S-S-O-R-A, probably ruin that but there's the title for you the weekend who i enjoy quite a bit had an album come out called don fm the queen bee herself beyonce renaissance on the top of a lot of albums of the year across the board i'm sure when she goes on sale for her tour it's just going to be as crazy as my next favorite album midnight's taylor swift who I will be fortunately enough to see this summer. And I am actually looking very forward to seeing that show. She's a musical icon. Yes, folks, I love my pop music as much as I love my alternative and rock and country. I'm all across the board. I'm also going to be able to see The Roots here in February, which I'm looking very excited to hear and see again. I haven't seen them for about 20 years. So, Another artist, which I'll be seeing a day before my birthday this year, First Aid Kit, Palomino. This album was everything I would hope it to be, and some. It definitely is in my top 10 of the year. If you do not know who First Aid Kit is, check them out if you love great harmony music. Kendrick Lamar, his new album, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers, was also on a lot of the top 10 albums of the year. His tour has been doing very well. He was already through Denver. 
and he's going to be playing a lot of festivals this year. Check him out when you get a chance. One of my favorite female lead alternative bands, and who I hope will come through here at some point, the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs, Cool It Down, Miss Karen O and her wonderful, wonderful alternative rock band. Wilco, Cruel Country, check them out if you get a chance. Wilco is one of my favorite live acts. They come through here quite a bit. Soccer Mommy, Sometimes Forever. Nikki Lane, who Josh Home of the Queens of the Stone Age produced this album, Denim and Dynamons. Check it out if you like alt country. Good stuff, people. Lizzo, album special. She's amazing. Also on a lot of top 10 albums this year. An amazing artist. Bonnie Raitt, just like that. One of my all-time favorite artists who I've seen many times. Who I was hoping to go see last summer. Didn't get a chance to, but I'm sure she'll be back around for me to check out again. Eddie Vedder, Earthling. One of my all-time favorite people. Definitely one of my top... 10 albums of the year, Band of Horses, Things Are Great, another artist that comes through quite a bit and plays Red Rocks, a new artist this uh, year that came across and really amazed me, Bob Moses, The Silence Between, check them out, and of course, the awesome, awesome Brandy Carlisle in the Canyon Haze, in my top list here, folks, artists that really amazed me by their talent and finally getting recognition that they deserve. Brandi Carlisle, if you don't know who she is, I don't know where you've been, but she's been a very, very popular this year amongst a lot of musicians and fans. She's also going to be playing The Gorge this summer with some really big shows with another music icon, Joni Mitchell. So these next few albums are some of my favorite albums of the year. Primus's uh, album, Conspiracynoid, very fun album, check it out. Arcade Fire, We... A band that I am really hoping to check out at some point. And then here's the last of the few that are in my constant rotation. I seem to listen to these albums over and over and over again. Wet Leg, their self-titled album that blew me away from the beginning, from the beginning of this year, who have just gained so much popularity and a notoriety. They're going to be uh, playing a lot of the festival circuit this summer also. The Smile. I've listened to this album so many times I can't even count. A Light for Attracting Attention. I was very fortunate to see them last month here, and it blew me away. Just, I mean, seriously. Their shows live, when they're together, even on their own, with Radiohead or whatever, I, I will check them out. Some talented individuals there. Check that album out. Very good album. And then, of course, my favorite musician that I got to see this year, Jack White. Fear of the Dawn was the first album he came out with, which a lot of people love that a lot more than the album that came out afterwards, Entering Heaven Alive. A little bit more mellow, a little bit more different. Good stuff, folks. Jack White, who is one of the best guitarist musicians out there. That's my list of albums of the year of 2022. I'm sure I missed some that you enjoyed. If you want to, reach out to me and tell me what your favorites are. And let's see what we can bring for 2023, folks. There is a huge anticipation for the new movies that are coming out in 2023. Mr. Paul Rudd, Sexiest Man Alive is back, and Ant-Man and the Wasp, Mania. This has the returning Evangeline Lilly as Wasp, Michael Douglas, Michelle Pfeiffer, Jonathan Major is going to be playing the supervillain, Kang the Conqueror, and there's going to be a little Mr. Bill Murray popping up here also. This is part of the Marvel Universe, 
So this is going to be highly anticipated, I'm sure, by a lot of fans out there. Ironically enough, I just watched the latest Scream movie today, which would be Scream 5 if you're going by numerical numbers. They just called it Scream, though. This will be Scream 6. I have to say that last one was really good. I was fairly impressed. So I am actually looking forward to the new one. A lot of people that were in the last one is reprising their roles for those who survived. That will be out here March 10th. Another sequel, Shazam! Fury of the Gods. The first one was a great little piece of enjoyment. This one is going to have in it Lucy Liu and Helen Mirren. Plus, everybody will be returning from the last one. That will be out on March 17th. This is one of the series of movies that I am looking very forward to coming out. The new John Wick, Chapter 4, will be out on March 24th. It will have back Keanu Reeves, Lawrence Fishburne, Ian McShane, and a who's who of new characters to come in. This will also be spinning off into the two spinoffs that will be coming in the near future. One called Ballerina. One of the most anticipated animation movies coming out this spring is going to be Super Mario Brothers, which will have Chris Pratt, Anna Taylor-Joy, Jack Black, Charlie Day, Seth Rogen, Fred Armisen, and Keegan-Michael Key opening up on April 7th an adaptation of the video game. Back in the 80s, there was a horror movie that was very enjoyable to myself. In fact, there was two different ones, Evil Dead 1 and Evil Dead 2, with Bruce Campbell, that has been part of a cult culture of horror movies. They spin that off into Army of Darkness, which has also been a cult movie. They tried to bring back Evil Dead a few years back with Jane Levi, and it did mediocre. So they are attempting again to reboot it, which I hope this time around it will be just as well as the originals. This is called Evil Dead Rise. It was originally slated to be an HBO Max release in the fall of 2022, the fifth film in all of the series or franchise. But now it's going to be heading to theaters because the demand of it is out there and people... And people will be rediscovering the originals, I hope. It's not connected in any way, but somehow or another, I have a feeling it's just going to be as equally as good from the previews that it has out already. This May 5th release is one of the biggest anticipated movies of the 2023 year. It is a Marvel movie. It is one of the last Marvel movies with James Gunn, who is now going on to be doing work with DC, in case you are not aware, he's revamping the DC Universe. So this James Gunn gem, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, I'm excited to see what he does with these band of misfits on their emotional journey through the universe. The new Fast and the Furious, Fast X, is coming out on May 19th. This is only one part of the 10th installment of the most Speedy and angry franchise out there. Part 2, rumored to be the last in the series, will drop in 2024. And while the plot is hush-hush at the moment, we know that Vin Diesel, Michelle Rodriguez, and the rest of the family will be back to do their thing. The live-action The Little Mermaid, directed by Rob Marshall, 
and starring Halle Berry, Jonah Howard King, Melissa McCarthy, Javier Bardem, David Diggs, Aquafina, will be coming out May 26. These live-action versions of the animated movies have been doing really well, and this one should not be any disappointment. The animated movie I'm looking very forward to seeing this year, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, will be out June 2nd, which will again star Shamik Moore, Haley Steinfeld, Oscar Isaac, and Issa Rae. Plus, Jake Johnson should be stopping by again, I'm sure. They're going to be diving into the Spideyverse even more, and it looks just as well as the first one with the animation and storyline. Transformers Rise of the Beast will be returning on June 9th, 2023. Stephen Cable Jr. directed this one, so I'm hoping it's good, since the other director will not be messing with it. I haven't been a big fan of the Transformer movies, but this one actually looks fairly decent, so we'll see how it is when it comes out. The Flash is finally seeing the light of day in movie theaters. If you haven't been following Ezra Miller and his drama outside there in the real world, you can see why this movie has been delayed as long as it has been. Plus, a bunch of rewrites and rescheduling has made this movie one of the most anticipated DC movies, and it's dealing with multiverse flashpoint which will be very interesting because our original batman michael keaton will be back playing bruce wayne and the cape crusader should be very very good when it comes out we will see like i said earlier another series of movies that's coming back out that i'm very excited very very excited anticipated overwhelmingly filled with joy Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Harrison Ford is back in the character that builds him up into the action world, along with Han Solo, of course, and Jack Ryan. This is the one that made him, folks. This should be the final installment, I think, with Indiana Jones and Harrison Ford. We will see if they spin it off into anything. It's been a topic amongst my friends and seeing what they could do with this after this movie. This is going to have also Antonio Banderas, Mads McKelsey, Phoebe Waller-Bridge, Shanette Renee Wilson, Toby Jones, and Boyd Holbrook. That'll be out on June 30th. Yet another series of movies that I've really enjoyed. Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1 will be out July 14th. Another direction by Christopher McQuarrie. Stars Tom Cruise, Rebecca Ferguson, Simon Pegg, Ving Rhames, Vanessa Kirby, Henry Zerny, Haley Atwell, Palm Clemendef, Shay Wingham, and S.A. Morales. This is going to be the part one of The Dead Reckoning, so the other one should be out next year. These movies have escalated and gotten better and better and better with each movie. The great Christopher Nolan is back with his movie Oppenheimer, starring Cillian Murphy, Florence Pug, Emily Blunt, Matt Damon, Robert Downey Jr., Rami Malek, Josh Harnett, and Benny Safdie. That's going to be out July 21st. It's the most buzzed Christopher Nolan movie yet. It's a biopic on the physicist and father of the atomic bomb, J. Robert Oppenheimer. Cillian Murphy will be in that title role. It's shot in IMAX. It's shot in black and white. There's a lot of interesting things about this movie. Looking forward to any Christopher Nolan movie. So giddy up. Martin Scorsese's Roosevelt, starring Leonardo DiCaprio, will be out July 14th. 
It's the legacy of the 32nd president of the United States. It's a Martin Scorsese movie and Leonardo DiCaprio. So why wouldn't it be good? Dealing with the Great Depression and World War II. This was announced back in 2017. And we haven't heard a whole lot back. So this should take us into a whole new Scorsese world. One of my favorite directors, actors, writers out there. Greta Gerwig and her husband, Noah Baumbach, are going to be releasing a movie this year. Greta's last movie, Little Woman, was a stellar adaptation of the book. This new movie, however, has got a lot of buzz around it, for it's not always what you see and think it's going to be, but Barbie and Barbie Land are coming to life through these guys. So it should be something like we've never seen before. That leads us up to the summer. There'll be many more movies to follow, I'm sure. But that gives you a little buzz of what we have coming. And I'm excited. I don't know about you folks. Looks like we're finally amping up on the really good movies. And the last couple of years has been a little rough. We've had some good gems here and there. But now we're finally amping up and getting a lot of good material. So we will see. I hope you enjoyed this short little segment. There will be some more conversation pieces to come and some surprises that I got stirred up coming into the summer here. I am very overwhelmed by the amount of feedback I've gotten on the show in the past year. And I have had a lot of conversations on topics we can talk about in the future with my friend. And we will dive down those rabbit holes and see where it takes us. As we head into this 2023 year, I hope the best for all of you. I anticipate a lot of great shows to come that I can't wait to talk about and see. And I'm going to do a little bit of traveling myself. So who knows where that will lead me. I hope that you are taking care of yourself out there and each other and hope you continue to do so. And let's see where our music takes us for 2023, folks. We'll make for a great year. Until next time. Hi, this is Johnny. I'm your host, and you are listening to Music Seeds. The music that made us.